held in the embrace of sun-warmed walls of stone, full of light and life, the city of Mondstadt waits with open gates for citizens and visitors alike. Be it a friend or a stranger, the city and its people see no difference between the two. Every friend was a stranger once, after all, and each stranger could become a friend, with nothing but the gentle touch of time and a dash of curiosity. At the city's gate, a knight in polished Favonio's armor guards his post, ready to offer advice to anyone who might need it. His name is Juan, and like any member of the Knights of Favonius, he is bound by their codex to aid the people of Mondstadt. Whether they have their roots here, or just arrived for the first time, makes no difference. Meeting his eyes, you get the feeling it would be a right to approach him with anything. But right now, there are no questions in your heart. The long journey is behind you, and as you step inside the wide arch of the city's gate, only peace fills you. The air tastes of warmth and possibility, and there is nothing for you to do but to linger in this moment. You take a deep breath in, and as you exhale, you can feel the tension leave your body with your breath. The strains of the day and whatever worries might have accompanied you to the city's gate, allow them to drift gently like the clouds across the endless blue of Tevat sky and out of sight. You take another deep breath and exhale slowly, knowing the only thing to do right now for you is to comfortably, drowsily explore a beautiful city. A first glimpse at Mondstadt leaves many breathless with awe. The city is a tapestry of warm colors life and sound. Huddled together like friends, its brick houses reach high into the sky, connected by streamers dotted with colorful little flags waving in the breeze. Even further in the distance, and higher than Mondstadt's red brick roofs, the blades of windmills spin lazily in the wind, flanking the city like its very own gentle giants. From a nearby balcony, you can hear the playful tune of a lyre, carried over to you on the breeze, like a friendly greeting. Its cheerful tune mingles with the busy hum of Mondstadt streets. To your right, the colorful stalls of vendors catch your eye, offering ripe sunsetias and the latest gossip. Friends stand in groups, laughing and chatting. Two kids chase each other across the uneven cobblestone, taking the corner around a flower stall so closely the wind wheelers spin wildly in the wake of their passing. Their laughter grows distant as they take the stairs deeper 
into the city. And Flora, the vendor guarding all the countless flowers of the store, sighs fondly. She touches the deep orange blossoms with gentle fingertips, slowing their wild spinning into the drowsy, leisurely circles that Mondstadt's wind wheelasters are known for. Their deep orange is just one of the many colors her table is bursting with. The bright blue of small lampgrass contrasts against it with its bulbs just like little lanterns waiting for nightfall to light up the world with their gentle and blue glow. Usually only found at Starsnatch Cliff, Flora's care means that even Cecilia's can be admired right here in the city. Their petals as pure and white as the clouds drifting across the sky, they grow so closely beneath. And nestled between, joyfully lifting their faces to the sun, grow stems of fresh mint and sweet flowers fill the air with their sweet scent. The steady sound of a hammer rings above it all. Mondstadt's very own blacksmith Wagner is working hard on his newest creation. Metal heated to a red glow rests on his workbench, already resembling the shape of a slender blade. Each measured fall of his hammer turns it more into a masterpiece of craftsmanship. Wagner, after all, is known for the quality of his goods, and the Adventurer's Guild, which is but a stone's throw away, is among his happiest clients. As you walk deeper into the city, the rich purple banner of the guild catches your eye. A careful hand has taken great care, stitching the emblem into its fine cloth with golden thread, glinting in the light. The sheer effort is only rivaled by the artful wood carving of the very same emblem, proudly displayed at the top of the roof. Come what may, you will always find Catherine in its shelter, ready to help any adventurer. Her tireless efforts make sure that commissions posted by the citizens of Mondstadt will reach the right hands, and adventurers will be rewarded for their hard work of easing worried minds, be it finding a lost kitten or accompanying transport balloons to their destination. Maybe you too might help the people of Mondstadt by taking up some of their daily commissions. But right now, you are just happy to be here and give Catherine a smile as you pass her by and take the stairs further into the city. In the distance, you can see the shape of a stone stature on the horizon. Despite its impressive size, this depiction of Babatos has been carved from the stone with such grace you cannot help but admire the slender curve of his hands outstretched towards his people. The folds of his robes falling around him 
seem almost lifelike where he stands, at the highest point of Mondstadt, looking out over his city. His white wings stretch protectively around the people and animals and plants and every bit of life of Mondstadt. And there is so much life peeking out between the stone paths and brick buildings, filling every corner of Mondstadt. Nestled beneath the roofs, Filamano mushrooms grow merrily, and countless wooden flower boxes brighten the path towards the city with colorful petals and fresh bursts of green. Every nook and cranny offers another little surprise of a loving touch. The windowsills are crowded with candles, protected by painted glass, and wind chimes are waiting for the breeze, to making them dance and sing their unique little songs. In front of Cat's Tail Tavern, true to its name, you see countless cats stretched out in the grass and curled up on the warmed stone, enjoying a nap in the sun. A sleek black cat unfurls with all the leisure in the world, enjoying a long stretch from its front paws to the white tip of its tail before carefully tucking itself back into a perfect little ball. You admire the sheen of its fur, healthy and soft looking, and take a moment to watch its flanks rise and fall with its calm breath. The cat's whiskers twitch gently in whatever nice dream it seems to be having, already deeply asleep again. You decide not to disturb the mascots of the tavern in their cozy afternoon plans and instead continue on your own leisurely way. As you take the last steps up the staircase, you see a terrace coming up on your left, dotted with cozy wooden tables and chairs. Guests of Good Hunter can lean back here and enjoy the soul food Sarah, the cook, whips up for her customers. She uses neither expensive nor particularly special ingredients. The charm of her cooking lies entirely in creating magic from combining simplicity with great love. Currently the warm scent of bread rising in the oven carries over to you, comforting and fresh, waiting to be turned into signature fisherman's toast. The welcoming plaza in front of you seems made to take along a small snack, or maybe settle in with a sketchbook to spend idle time enjoying the scents and sights of it. At its heart and center is a majestic stone fountain surrounded by lush flower pots. Round stone basins are stacked on top of each other like layer cake, 
but rather than a cherry on top, it is a jet of water that trickles down, layer by layer, making a curtain that reaches all the way to the vast stone basin at the bottom. A high lid frames it, inviting people to take a seat and listen to the gentle trickle of water for a while. You make your way to the fountain, stepping from the stone path onto the yellow cobblestone, surrounding it in the shape of a cheerful flower. Between the gentle ripples dancing over the water surface, the water itself is so clear you can see right to the very bottom of it, which sparkles with a golden gleam of mora coins. Each one represents a wish entrusted to the fountain, shining on as a small golden hope. Right at the edge of the fountain, as if placed there for you, with a little wink by the Arkan himself, you find a single Mora coin waiting. You pick it up and feel the signature shape of the mora engraving against your fingertips as you weighed it in your hand. You can take all the time in the world to consider what wish you might make to join with those already waiting. A little extra luck is a wonderful thing after all, and who would deny a gift from Babatos himself? Maybe you think the flower shape of the yellow brick surrounding the fountain is a four-leaf clover after all, making this spot extra lucky to support everyone's wishes. You take a deep breath in, and once you feel your wish fill you, with your exhale, you let go of the coin and let it drop into the fountain. The water surface sends gentle ripples outwards where the coin touched it, accepting it as it sinks to the stone floor and joins the countless other Mora coins already waiting there. They join together and shine like stars on a firmament and you find yourself wondering what constellation of wishes you might be able to discover if only you were to linger long enough. You close your eyes, feeling the calm and steady way your breath flows through you. A gentle breeze caresses your skin, whispering of freedom and song carrying the promise that you're always welcome. So many more wonderful corners await here in Mondstadt. But here and now, in this moment, feel free to comfortably keep your eyes closed and to just keep listening to the gentle trickle of the fountain.